Welcome to Locarno Meets, where the most exciting new talent and established legends of cinema come to chat about art, life, movies, and everything in between. Brought to you by UBS and hosted by me, Alexander Miller, from Locarno Film Festival. Most orgiastic film isn't an award that Locarno Film Festival hands out, but maybe it should be. And if it was, on the go would be a shoo-in. One of the most surprising films to screen at the festival in 2023, it follows two friends on the run. One running from a nightclub that he burned down, and the other running towards motherhood. It's a piece of stylish, pansexual cinema with an amazing soundtrack, a lot of sex, and a quite astonishing anatomical revelation about the zebrafish. The film is apparently a response to a 1982 Spanish cult movie, but frankly, it works perfectly on its own. That film, it's uh, Corridas de Alegría, uh, directed by Gonzalo García Pelayo, and it's the reason why we decided to make On the Go, because Julia actually had seen it and she challenged me to do something as a remake at the beginning, but then it became its own adventure. So you saw it, what inspired you to say, we've got to respond to the it? The thing is, no, no, no. The thing is, uh, it's a very local movie. I mean, it was shooting in Andalusia, in the south of Spain, between Sevilla and Cadiz. So Marie is from Sevilla. So a lot of people from Sevilla doesn't even know about the film, but I just watch it because I don't know, I'm a freak. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I watched this film and I don't know, one day we were uh, in Italy, we, we share an artistic residency, sure. by the way, one of the most beautiful and amazing ones in Spain called uh, Academia España en Roma. Exactly. In Rome. So we were, we share nine months together with another 22 artists. So we had breakfast, lunch. Uh, we cry, we laugh, we, I don't know, we spend like our lives together. One day I told her like, that would be amazing to, 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 to make a remake uh, of uh, Corridas Alegría. And she was in shock, like, why do you know this film? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I had seen this film in a very particular, like a uh, film club in a very underground place because I knew the director already. And I was like, I am from Sevilla and I worked with the, with the writer of this director. And it was already weird that I had seen it, but uh, Julia is from, from Avila, which is uh, center north of Spain and uh, or center center. And it's much more difficult for somebody like this to... And the, the plot of the film, largely the same? And it, it's, no. it's a raw movie. Has it, it starts got, in has Sevilla. It got it starts... mermaid masturbating? I think there is more sex in that. Yeah, than oh, wow, more okay. sex, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It, it was almost califi calificada. It was um, rated S, oh, okay. which is not X, and it, it doesn't exist anymore. But it's <laughs> almost X. It's almost, <laughs> almost X. X. Almost X. But yeah, yeah. By the way, they include an amazing scene with a trance at the oh, end really? of the film. Yeah. Amazing. Very amazing scene. So yeah, it's much more sexy. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's sexy, but it's sec more sexual. More sexual, sure. maybe. The yeah. original one. So, so your film isn't necessarily a critique of that film. Oh no, 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 it's no. It's no. an homage. Yeah, it's a, it's a starting point. It, yeah, it's really. Also, it let's say, let's be clear, and let's say, they were in the eighties. The writer, the script writer, and the director were men. Mm -hmm. So, it was rated as the most sexiest. Uh, film from this director. But for us, transcending this view, I mean, in the context of the 80s, for us was an amazing film about 
not only cars, at least for me, because I love cars, I'm crazy about cars, but also about the, you know, this um, feeling in the 80s in Spain, we were Saliendo, yeah. exiting from a dictator yeah, at that yeah. moment. So in the South, they, they had this amazing and uh, joyful um, way to see life, but also the, the car as an object at the 80s, it was for me at least at the 80s, the car was a collective object. And I, I really believe that right now it's a very individual and selfish object. And it's like, yeah. okay, I have my car, I go to the, I don't know, it's more like a property. It's designed to keep you separated from other people rather than bring you together. Yeah, and right? it's, it's the alternative to public transport as opposed yeah, to the form of public exactly. transport. Exactly. So in the 80s, a lot of people did like... Uh, Hitchhiking. So it's part of the movie, like the people come and go from the car and it's like the way it happens, the things, it's like, oh, what are you doing here? Okay, let's go. Oh, let's go to that way. Oh, let's change our, you know, our trip. Or, well, let's I love steal that. somebody else's car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, music is obviously really kind of key to this film. What's really cool about it is that it isn't just one style. Mm -hmm. That it's uh, you can tell taken across many decades, if not, I assume, at some point, at least a century. Are you trying to say something specific about the region or the time? You know, how are you choosing these songs? So the original film was also like a radiography of the music scene of the moment. And are also some musicians are also playing little uh, roles in the film. So we wanted to do the same, but 40 years later, no? So uh, there are four of the musicians are, yes. are actually in the film too. Five, if Five. we count the girl. Yeah, it's true. Actually. And it's people that we admire and that we wanted we wanted to make the document of what's going on in the cultural scene of Andalusia right now, too, the same way. I'm a musician, too. I have a career as a musician, so for me it was really important, like, to the soundtrack as a fact. Like, uh, the, the first song and the last song, uh, let's say it's an homage from the 80s, no? It's like uh, The Burning. It was a very strong uh, rock progressive uh, band. And the last one is, like, an homage from for uh, Corridas de Alegría because it's the same song. The finish, yeah. The fi the, it's the same finish song. The rest, they are friends or they become friends during the during the process. And I don't know, we are so happy to spread their music to the world because we can see in the screen, Sazam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I find it so strange when kind of uh, music is the last thing that people think about when they're making a film. No, that's not true. No, no, no. But sometimes I think some directors it is. You know, they, for me, it's the first. people use yeah because people use temp music. They cut things to temp music, which Actually, I think is a crime. You mentioned a bit the one of the scenes that crazy scene in the horse. Uh, I had clear the the music for for this scene and. Let's say we don't maybe shoot with the music, but we at least had the idea of how it sounds. Sure. I remember rehearsed the orgy yeah. with that music because I knew that was, was the perfect one. Yeah. I mean, the, as I said before, the style and the look of the film that, you know, the, um, I guess it's designed to look like a early 1980s color palette. It's shot in 16 mil. It is shot way. in 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. shot in 16. One take. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everything. Most, most of the shots just, are one take. Uh, just three. Because uh, the actor, Omar, just pushed us like, you know, I need another tape. And he's like, no, 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 we, can't, we don't have money. 
no, no, I'm going to do it. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm going to put the money to pay the role to do this. See, and I say, okay, let's do it. <laughs> it goes like that, like yeah. literally. But, but it makes, it's a great combination, like having the mobile phones, but it also coming through the 16 mil and stuff. It, it gives it a real sense of personality. Did you always know it was going to look and feel like that? That's like kind of sharing the same canvas as Corridas de Alegría, mm -hmm. which also had the same aspect ratio and was also shot in 16 mil. So we were thinking, okay, let's use the same canvas as them, but then go wild and free and do whatever we want. No. So in that sense, I also told Julia many times, if this, this is very risky that we are actually doing this in 16 mil. Yeah. There is something romantic about doing your first film in actual film that otherwise it feels like if you don't make a film in film, you're not making a film. Sure. <laughs> or you should call it something else. Everyone per try to pursue us to do Everybody, it. Everybody, yeah. Shooting yeah, digital, please. <laughs> yeah. You don't have money. And we're like, we don't care. <laughs> I, I told her, yeah, if this is more risky, but if it goes well, everybody will appreciate the risk we took. Mm. <laughs> so I think no, it worked. I, I, I appreciate amazing. it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And your we risk. use all the mistakes, no, all the overexposures, the the ends of roles as part also of the language that we're creating, no? Well, the, the beginning is burned. It was a mistake. Like the, the role became like como se dice quemado, no? Uh, overexposed. Oh, overexposed. Yeah. And we keep it. Because it connects also with the character in a way. You can read it. There is there is so many layers of uh, interpretation in the film, and you can read it as Milagros is also kind of like losing her fertility, no? So it's uh, degraded in a way. Mm. It's degrading. Who's Paloma? Paloma? She's the last character. No, no, I know. But is that from a kind of old story or? A we also, uh, let's say that uh, this, the script is a structure, uh -huh. but we build a lot of scenes on set. Gotcha. Paloma, the real name is Patricia. She's a... It's like a mystic, uh, magical. contemporary, magical dancer. So she was really like into the, what are we going to do? So we didn't know precisely what was going to happen until we start to rehearse with her on set in oh, the cool. Dove. That Dove place Dove. is amazing. Yeah, that yeah. place is insane. The, the plan was like, sí, como una medium, no? medium or something like that. Like someone, you can find this kind of people right now in the world, like people who kind of guide the other ones that mm. has questions. And Patricia, in her real life, the first time we went to her house and we just have a coffee with her and tea, we were like the DOP and the art director and they become like in shock. They were like, okay, this one is a character. Like <laughs> we're going to portray this because obviously mm, she is like the character. She's very strong. Yeah. So she become Paloma, but she is also herself. And yes, yeah, she, she understood the character we brought and she embodies no, the character, something like that. Is your question solved? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, but who is Paloma? Paloma, yeah, yeah, yeah it's no. a, like a medium, like someone who you, you go to because when you have like answers, sorry, questions about, mm -hmm. in this case, fertility and you know, the concept we are, we are treating this concept as a uh, very in unmature person because we are very unmature. I'm almost 38 years old. I don't want to, you know, be mature at all. So we sometimes go or pursue things or pursue people that maybe they have some answers. So it's like, why don't you tell me instead of, I don't know, I don't 
maybe I'm lazy. I don't want to think about it. Maybe someone tell my character Milagros. I don't know if you you know what it means Milagros. No, Milagros. Not we have these names in Spain in Spanish. Milagros literally means miracles. Miracles. Like, miracles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there are people who you know who call herself miracles. Miracle. So <laughs> miracle has this name has this sentence like, please can someone tell me what to do? anytime and i love this sentence i want to i apply this sentence in my life like can you tell me what to do please because i don't want to you know yeah that is a good sentence i love it like yeah. just tell me what to do yeah just it's enough the fish dissection mm -hmm. obviously we see the man kind of taking part is it a zebra fish mm -hmm. zebra fish yeah and then i assume the scientific shot we see is of the heart of the zebra fish yes, right yes yes, yes it yes. looks amazing it looks like incredibly beautiful how did you get that shot I have a friend. See, his PhD is about zebra, zebra <laughs> faces. When we met, he told me about this uh, research and I was like, are you serious? Like zebras reconstruct uh, their hearts like very fast and you cut their hearts and just put it again in the water and they are alive. And they, yes, they do that. We are, we are researching as crazy these, these animals. So I went to the, you know, to the laboratory. I saw everything. I saw how they manage all these things and it's insane. So he was very like, really, you want to portray this for your film? Like, come on, this is the best metaphor for the film. So what's, um, what's next? Are you kind of still going around securing some funding for distribution and things? Mm -hmm, Do you know yeah. where you're going to be able to release the film yet? We have a sales agent that is doing all the rights, but uh, we have Spain, it's MPM, and uh, we haven't signed anything. Okay. So we don't know. And the, the film is ours yeah. entirely. Oh, we, are, we are broke, but it's ours. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not broke, you're rich with film. Yeah, we're, uh, that's true. Yeah. So we are looking for uh, clever, clever platforms to buy our film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we trust a lot in the film. Like the people love it. The reviews were insane for us. We came here to Locarno. We say like, oh my God, we were right. We, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird, but it's also really human and relatable and just really fun. <laughs> like it's just like it's actually just a good time which goes quite a long way people laugh in the in yeah, the, love. yeah. It's nice. the vasectomy line is a, is a straight up <laughs> is a straight up belly laugh yeah. <laughs> yeah but also it's deep no sometimes like you know the maternity concept let's say yeah. it's a it's a deep question but also for us it's like we're gonna be light with mm. this thing also is it in your mind a political film yeah i mean it is because it's impossible not to not to be political in a way, no? But uh, we are trying to leave it open for interpretation so everybody resonates with whatever needs. We are not trying to push an agenda neither, no? Of it course, has a message like, uh, come on, if the economic historical context doesn't change, you're not going to have children who pay you the you re retire. Yeah. Retirement, yes. Retirement. We are not going to have childs. No. Like, no. no we, I prefer to do films. So, you know, in Spain, we have a real problem. I'm from the center, as Maria said, and we have a real problem. There is no people. I belong to the empty Spain. Really? There are no people. Yeah, but there is a lot of people that need to move uh, from yeah, the places a... because they're gonna get, it's going to get hot. Another thing that I'm going to say, it's not political. Well, it is political. In Spain right now, there is the extreme right is actually rising uh, pretty crazily. So in a way... And today I just received a, a text message from somebody from my family that was uh, kind of making fun of the fact that Omar was gay. And I was mm. really, really shocked because I was like, this is my cousin, you know, like 
it's so close and people still make fun of people because they're gay and yeah. in uh, younger generations and I'm like okay in that sense yes it is political it's political everything is political be because it's, like, it's personal is political yeah no. it's it's making the idea of the dysfunctional family or the idea of friendships between generations no because the Milagros and Jonathan are almost 15 years apart it's not so common all those things and making that normal and casual and uh, part of natural I guess it's it's political yeah well thank you very much for talking to me really like the film okay thank you right. thank you for having us <laughs> thanks so much to Maria and Julia for joining us this has been Locarno Meets a podcast from Locarno Film Festival brought to you by UBS if you enjoyed this conversation be sure to subscribe wherever you get your pods this has been a true anti-classic production Hosted by me, Alexander Miller, and produced by Jack Foswell.